In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the night. Night. Damn it. I was supposed to say it at the same time as you. You ruined it. I was like waiting. You pulled the mic you closer to you, and you I was like, it up. No, you, you fucked I it up. fucked it up. No, you fuck, we got to record it again. Come on. In for the over. Night is a podcast that discusses movies. <laughs> <laughs> just so y'all know, we record it fresh every time. No, we don't. No. I she just, has a recording. That I just alter to make it sound differently. Mm-hmm. Every time. That's not true. <laughs> Don't sue them with your sweet lies. My sweet, sweet tales. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm G-Dog. We need to get a different name for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. it's sticking. Stick, stick, stick. And if you don't know, we have called him Lur as well as Ty. Ty, Ty, Tyler. <laughs> no, G-Dog. So he's going to forever change his names on each episode until he... No, I'm going to give it like five episodes with this one, and then I'm going to change it. So this is like episode it. three. Yeah, so I got two more. Great. And on the sixth one, I'm going to have a different name. But it has to come organically. You can't just like... What do you mean organically? Just like it, it can't be one that you give yourself. You have to ha- let it flow through the conversation, and then it produces your new name. You didn't give me G Dog. So what do you? You mean? gave yourself G Dog, but it came through exactly. So but I'm it, do it, it was next organically in the episode. It wasn't like a. Pre- well, like I'm gonna, not gonna give my name like premeditated. Big sexy or something. Well, now that's gonna have to be. Your name. <laughs> BS. But I'm not sexy. Yeah, see, it works out. Big sexy BS. Sure. Don't sure me. How was your week? Same o same o. Same o same o. Uh, well, this is my well right now. It's my off week, but starting tomorrow, it's my seven days on. So that's when the shitty week begins. And. And what? What did we do this week? We went to my parents. Didn't we talk about that? We talked about that on the last one. We were one. going to. We didn't do it yet. Oh, well. That came I out today. No. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving, we went to Wifey's parents' house, and we watched Wednesday, which is really, really, really good. So if y'all want to have a new show to watch, and y'all should definitely watch Wednesday. It's only eight episodes. Um, hopefully they come out with more, but it is really good. There's a, a meme on Facebook that says, just waiting for, like me waiting for uh, them to announce season, Wednesday season two. And I'm like, they have to. They have to. I mean, I think it's like 90 something <clears throat> percent of Google users or something like that show. So it's a really good show. It it's is. Really, I didn't, at first I didn't really want to watch it because I was like, I don't want to watch Wednesday, but you're it welcome. It's good. You're welcome. But I posted on Facebook, I made a joke that now all these guys are going to be into goth girls. Well, and then somebody's like, I was always into goth girls. I'm like, there's a f- same, like very few and far between who are into goth girls. But now that Wednesday is out, they're going to have like this affinity. And you know, this Halloween, like next Halloween, 2023 Halloween, people are going to be dressing up as a Wednesday. So it's going to be similar to Harley Quinn when Su- Suicide Squad came out. If they have a Wednesday... If they have a Wednesday that comes out like right before Halloween Fuck, or I'll dress during up as Halloween. Wednesday. Because by in a year from now, people are going to fucking forget. So Not me. Until like they start talking about, oh, new episodes are coming out, blah, blah, blah. Then it'll be like, oh, Wednesday. But if you don't hear anything from now until the next season, then 
no one's going to be really like excited until they hear about it. I'm sure they'll hear about it early next year. Because normally, because when I would watch my Vampire Diaries, it would come out like, I don't know, May or like summertime or before summertime. And then the new episode or new season would come out next year in like October or something or September or some shit. Yeah, but how many episodes were in a season? uh, Vampire Diaries? More than eight. See, yeah. I don't know. I think Tim Burton can like pump it out. It'll be fine. Maybe, maybe not. But we'll see. Hopefully they uh, have them come out pretty soon because it was and it's just as good or better. Better. Because I thought they uh, might have tried. To, I was going to say spoil it, but never mind. Don't say spoilers. But no. to be honest, Wednesday was really good. I just did not like their choice for uh, Morticia. The dude was okay for uh, Gomez, but Morticia, Catherine Zeta-Jones, it just didn't connect, like click. I don't know. Angelica Houston, she was, that was the Morticia. Dude, stop eating that. Take a shot. Arrow's eating his rope. Um, But anyway, so it was just, I didn't feel like she was a very good Morticia. That was not a good choice on, in my opinion. Who else would they get? I don't know, but it's somebody, like, it was just, it didn't. Can't get Selma Hayek, because I don't think that would have worked. You know, um. I mean, Probably I don't know who else they would have gotten. Maybe like Ruby Rose. No. I feel like that would have that could have no. worked. We need somebody pale. So she's pale. Uh, who else is pale? Uh, what's her fucking face? Um, Harley Quinn. Who plays Harley, Harley Quinn? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. That might have worked. I don't think that would have worked either. I don't know. But like Catherine Zeta-Jones was not, to me, in my opinion, a very good choice. The dude was okay, but it was... Like, what did we watch when it was Wednesday, or the Adams Family? Uh, Angelica Houston. Oh, never mind. That was the original girl, and she's, like, super Christina Rich. Christina Ritchie should have been that. She should have been... She's too short. I don't care. She's too short. She's, like, 4'9". She's way too short. I know, but she would have been, like, the no, perfect... No, she was good in the part that she was in. Yeah, but um, she was barely there. Yeah, and to the end, because she was a main evil person. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have said that. Oops. Or was she? Bleep that out. <laughs> uh, no, they if you haven't had... watched, If you have not watched part of Wednesday or have no intention of watching Wednesday and if he, what he said screws it up for you, you need to get on your shit, man. I mean, never mind. Um, yes, so, you just tell the whole storyline yeah, and you start div- digging in. Actually, spoilers. this guy um, was not it, but this guy was. So the yeah original. Um, and I just want to say I was right. I was right throughout the whole fucking. <laughs> yeah, you were. Um, the original uh, Morticia, but she's, she's older. like 70 or 80 now. So that I still think work. she could probably pulled it off. I don't think so. She does not look nearly the same anymore. I, I want to say her name is Angelica Houston. Because when she played Morticia back then, I mean, she was pretty hot. So now she just looks hideous. No, really why, why are you so hateful, man? I think Catherine oh. Jones was oh, fine. Yeah. Oh, she definitely. Yeah, she looks scary now. <laughs> I looked her up. She looks scary. Uh, she's had way too much work done. Um, and it just made it like worse. I mean, I don't think there could have been really anybody else that would play it. Catherine Zay Jones to me did fine. It's not like it was like a super main character either. I know. And then Pugsley, it's I didn't like Wednesday. Pugsley. 
is Wednesday was a good choice, but I didn't like the family. The family, I don't know, kind of was. Well, you forgotten. said the guy that played it was like from the comic books or whatever. The so con- he looked like the comic book him. series. Um, but Pugsley was a little whiny. Bitch. Yeah, Pugsley, I thought was more of like kind of like Wednesday, more like destructive. Mm-hmm. And they made Pugsley, but maybe in the comics, maybe that's how Pugsley mm-hmm. was. Maybe. Did you read the comics? No. All right then. Neither did I. So someone needs to let us know that. If you watch Wednesday and you see Pugsley, because you obviously do, let us know if he's like the comics, if you read the comics of the Adams Family back in the day. Because so far they made the dad seem like the comics, so I'm assuming they did Pugsley the same way. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're we're Wednesday is not part of our conversation. I had a great week. Yes, it is. Visited the family. Awesome. We had Christmas as well while we were down there. Got some good stuff. But we are here to talk about movies. You know, we're here to talk about Wednesday. So the movie we chose was Wednesday. No, that's a TV show. Bridesmaids. Adam's family. That would be funny if we chose that. That would have been hilarious. Well, I mean, I think I thought we already did. No, we just watched it because I wanted to. Oh. Uh, do you want to read it? Well, yeah, I always read it. Well, you, sometimes you don't feel like doing that? it. Not reading this. I don't feel like doing the intro because I always mess it up. Oh, Helen. I like how she said this is the 90s, but this was a 2011. I know. He was like, you're in the wrong decade. Did uh, you not hear that? I, I didn't know if that was like. <laughs> he was. I did hear that, but. So we have Bridesmaids, 2011, comedy romance. Comedy romance. Um, we have 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. We have 89% on Rotten Potatoes. Nice. And 29 out of 5 on Rate Your Music, whatever the fuck that means. Wait, what was the first one you said? 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. That's not too bad. Um, we have Annie Kristen Wig. I like her last name, Wig. She should wear wigs to make it like, you know. Um, <laughs> is a single woman whose li- who you just did own life is... Penis, penis. Oh, shit. You uh, ruined it. You have synopsi. one job. Penis, penis. Excuse me. Oh, I didn't even say the, the Google users. 70s. I'm just fucking You're up. fucking it up, wow. man. 76% like this movie out of the Google users. All right, so back to the original. Uh, Annie Kristen Wig is a single woman whose own life is a mess. But when she learns that her lifelong best friend Lillian, Maya Rudolph, oh wow, is engaged, she has no choice but to serve as a maid of honor. Though lovelorn and almost penniless, Annie nevertheless wins her wins her way through the strange and expensive rituals associated with her job as a bride's go-to gal. Determined to make things perfect, she gamely leads Lillian and the other bridesmaids down a wild road to the wedding. Release date is April 28, 2018. Director is Paul Fig. It's almost like wig. <laughs> uh, budget was thirty-two million. Oh, it doesn't say the um, doesn't say the uh, 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 box office. Uh, we have Kristen Wiig as Eddie Walker. Melissa Jesus. McCartney as Megan McCarthy. McCartney McCarthy. We have Rose Brine as Helen. Uh, 
We have Maya Rudolph as Helen. Oh, I've never seen her. Not Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph is Lillian. What did I say? Helen. I already said Helen. Rose I, Bryan is Helen. I know, but you said Maya Rudolph Lillian. You said I remember saying Lillian. You didn't. Um, say Rebel Wilson as Bryn. And Chris O'Dowd as Rhodes. And then we have Ellie Kemper as Becca. A lot of known peeps in there. Yeah. Oh, I wait, mean, wait. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. I mean, we can continue. I was just... Uh... So, let's get into it. So, this movie is one of my faves. So, um, and Arrow is chasing his tail. Hee, <laughs> uh, What are you doing? I was seeing who Kristen Wiig was married to, and she just got married in 2020. Aw, to who? To Ava Rothman, which you think that would be a chick, but it's a dude. I think he's a French dude. Yeah, I think so. But she she is 49 years old. So the opening scene of this movie, you get right into the nitty gritty with a sex scene. Oh, yeah. A weird sex scene. Yeah. So she's with this dude. What do mean dude? It's her fuck buddy. It's her fuck buddy. But she definitely wants to have, be more than just a fuck buddy. Um, his name is Ted. And so her and Ted have a romp and she falls asleep at his place. She gets up earlier and she puts on a little makeup to make her look fresh. And then so she lays back down quietly and then she like clears her throat and then he wakes up and she's like, oh, I had a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you're so awake. Y'all can like y'all, all y'all girls, not me because I didn't give a shit. But and I never stayed at anybody else's place except for yours. Don't lie. Mm. Lies. Remember, but anyway, well, now important then. Yeah, <laughs> um, girls get up and like freshen themselves up to be like, oh, I look pretty all the time. Girls and, only do that if they're at a guy's house that doesn't want them to be there, like him. Yeah, but it, it was bad, and he's like, I just don't want to be a dude. I don't want to sound like a douche, but I, I don't. He's want like, you. I really want you to leave. <laughs> That's like awful. <laughs> well, he's a rich dude, and he obviously has like ten girls on his roster. So that's awful. Like he is a dick. He is. And she's... it's just like the dude that's. Uh, I can't think of his name now, but he's a multi. He's a multi-millionaire. He's a billionaire. There was some news article about him, but he basically won all his money because he would uh, count cards. Mm-hmm. That's how he ended up getting money. But then he invested it all of it. And now he's just like a multi-billionaire. But he's like a pretty young look. I think he's late 30s or early 40s, one of the two. But all of his pictures is only but him and all these like 20-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like this dude. And so Kristen Wiig leaves and... She doesn't know how to get out of the gate. <laughs> so she had to climb over. The- yeah. And then he opens it for her. Well, no. So like, I think his cleaning crew is there or something. And so it opens and like the lady just, just like waved, like called up and had him fucking open. It. Do you think he would have done that? No, he was a dick. He might've done it. If no. he wanted her to leave, she's like, well, I'm not going to leave unless you open the gate. Then he would open that shit real quick. And so we kind of lead into this next scene where it's one of my favorite characters. One Melissa. of my favorite actors. No, Melissa. That is like not the next scene. Terry Crews working out. <laughs> I don't know what the next scene is. How am I supposed to remember all the scenes back to back to back to back to back? Well, You've I, seen I just, this movie like 20 million times. It's very true. But I just like love three. how they have so many famous people in this movie. They have a shit ton of famous people. Like even small, tiny, bitty parts. Terry Crews. Yeah, He's, he had like 
a minute. 30 seconds, yeah. maybe. And I bet he still got to pay like a million bucks. And we get introduced to Annie's best friend, Lillian. And so they go. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. It's and they go, they go hang out. They go work out in the park. And then they go to breakfast. And they're talking about how her sexcapade with Ted. And she was like, I'm trying to make a dick, but I have elbows. <laughs> or balls, but I have elbows. They can't and she's be She's like, I don't know why they put it in my face. It's like they rub it around her face. And I'm like, what else? I don't do that. Be? I'm <laughs> nice. Um, and so this, it kind of goes into the nether, next thing I want to talk about. Um, guys start acting weird when they want to propose. You didn't because. Because I'm not weird. I'm awesome. No, I just think you didn't want to propose. If I didn't want to propose, I wouldn't have. I don't know, because you said you bought rings and you said you were supposed to propose to me on my birthday when we went out, but you didn't. And then you're like, oh, I have other surprises. There was zero surprises that day. And then. Yeah, because nothing happened the way I wanted it to. Your rings didn't come in until they, they after came we in got the home. day of. I grabbed them and I was like, hey, what is this? And you're like, oh, don't worry about it. They came the day of. Yeah, but you had already seen it. So that was beside the point. I wanted to go to the mail and get them myself. You never went to the mail. Yes, I did. I was checking for those. Anyway, so it was just funny because uh, Lillian mentions how I think he's going to break up with me. He keeps on calling me dude. Like, <laughs> Well, he was her husband was weird. So I mean, he was acting weird because he was nervous and he didn't want to like divulge that. He, he didn't was... want to have you find out, which even when I proposed, you still found out there's something on your leg. Got it. Uh, and the whole point is for you not to find out. She just like. And if I would have took you on like the trip to like Greece or something, you'd be like, oh, he's going to propose. Like there was nothing that I could have did to make you not know that I was going to propose. I should have just had like the shittiest day ever. And then you propose. Like the only way I can do that is if I'm like just f playing video games all day and I just happen to go into the room and propose to you. Then it'll be a surprise. <laughs> so <laughs> they all they both go separate and go to their their jobs. And he works for a jewelry store. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she's there and these this couple comes in and he's like looking for engagement rings or yeah, engagement rings. I was like, what are you doing? Um and so they pick and so you see that Annie's a little bitter and she just is like, You can't trust anybody ever. He's like, he's probably not even Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not good. Um that that was just one of the funny parts on that because and then that's when her boss is like Kalua, come here, show us your like eternal face. Yeah, and your she like looks face. off in the distance. It was it was a stupid face. And then uh, Annie tries to recreate it, and he's like, "It looks like you have menstrual cramps." <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we get another famous person in this movie, although Whoopi Goldberg. Rebel Wilson was not really famous prior to this too much. I think this was one of her first movies. Don't quote me on that. Um, I don't know. But Rebel Wilson's there. She's the sister of her uh, Annie's roommate. And I love this character so much. They did cut out a lot of the uh, like the show we saw. But it's, she's sitting there and she's like, Oh, Anna, do you want, want to hear something cool? 
And she was like, yeah, sure. Uh, like I was walking down the street and this guy pulled up and he was like, do you want a free tattoo? And I was like, yeah. And he, she pulls up her shirt and she's like, it's that a Mexican looked, drinking worm. That looked terrible. It was infected and gross. 100% infected. And so. Probably didn't even take the needles out of a package. Probably just. Oh already, my God. Probably uh, used like drug needles. Or if something. anybody offers you a free tattoo, first and foremost, ask some questions. Just First see. and foremost, if you say yes, and just make sure they pull the needle and all the fixings to that tattoo out of new packaging. Uh-huh. And make sure they even still disinfect it. But then when Bryn's brother Gil comes in and they're talking about it, she was like, maybe you should put some ice on it or, uh, or some peas. And so... <laughs> This fucker <laughs> opens the bag of peas and drops it on her back. She's like, you're supposed to put the whole bag of peas on you. And it just keeps on. <laughs> and she's just staring at it like, oh, my God. Oh, God. Um, but that's funny. Um, so then we get like Annie's mom. So there's like a lot of randomness in this movie, but we're going to get into more stable Mm-mm. discussions. Annie's mom is actually really smart. I find it hilarious that she goes to AA meetings when she's not even an alcoholic. But she, she was like... to meet people. Meet people and is insightful and all that stuff. But her mom really kind of said something. Once you hit your bottom, there's no place to go but up. So once you hit that rock bottom, then... You're good. But I think the mom kind of fucked her over because she was like, you're at your bottom. Mm-hmm. And she was not. She was not even very close. not. It was a false bottom where there was like another 50 feet of She just kept her. going down and down and down. Like she dug her grave to hell is how far she went. Very graphic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we go to when we first meet the infamous Helen. We go to the engagement party. Fuck Helen. Fuck Helen. Even her own stepsons. Don't even... Stepson and daughter don't like her. Oh shit, that was a daughter. There was a boy and a girl. Oopsie daisy. Wow. <laughs> even her husband doesn't want to talk to her, which sucks. It, like that's like she's... obviously her husband is like banging other probably probably probably. But she, I just love the engagement party because you get to meet all the bridesmaids, which obviously that's what, movie, what the movie's about. And you get Rita, you get Becca, you get Megan. Who's Rita? Rita's the blonde-haired chick. She's like, I cracked a blanket in half. Oh, who Do likes all the? Who wants the balls in her face? Balls in my face. <laughs> you never even t- see her husband. No, because it's like he's not really part of it. That's I don't know. It just doesn't matter. She just talks about him. He just talks about her. She's like, we have sex constantly. <laughs> but he hasn't kissed me in five years. <laughs> She's like, what do you do? Um, I just wish for it to be over. <laughs> I like Becca Jesus. because she's so innocent and her, her and her husband are so innocent. And this is the like really first awkward moment when Becca is talking to Annie and she's like, oh, is this your husband? And next to her is like an overweight, like bald dude. <laughs> Who looks like he has someone in his basement. Probably. And... And he's, oh, I'm not with him. No, I'm single. I'm alone. I'm solo. You like, go for a walk later? I can't. <laughs> he wants to put her in his basement. And so then Becca tries to reintroduce herself. So let's let's start over. I'm Becca. This is my husband. You, you don't, don't have, have a, a husband. husband. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. <laughs> that is 
very true. I feel like that happens to people a lot because then they oh, think about geez. don't say the one thing that they're like maybe insecure about. Like, oh, you have one like fucked up leg. I can't talk about it. And then you just in- constantly just constantly talk about talking it. about it. Uh, then we go to Megan. Megan, my favorite person, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I was like Megan. Megan is Melissa McCarthy, mm-hmm. uh, the tomboy sister of Dougie, who is Lillian's fiance. She I just say husband. Oh yeah, husband now. <laughs> um, and so Megan, she was just talking like I'm on the mend. I like fell off a cruise ship and I ping pong like pinballed my way down, and in the bottom I met a dolphin. <laughs> And it spoke to me. <laughs> it gave me inspiration. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. And then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so rude. Is this your husband? And there's like a tall black dude, like old ass black dude next to her. But like super tall. And she's like, I'm not with him. And the guy just walks past and she's like, good. I'm going to climb that like a tree later. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she ever did. I don't know. I don't they should have had a scene in that. That would have been hilarious. But uh in in this lovely party there's another awkward moment the toasts oh yeah where helen and (laughs) helen and annie Annie are are going going back and forth and so it's just really awkward it's definitely this is where you get the the sense helen's kind of a bitch because she needs to be better than everybody else Mm -hmm. and so annie was her best friend forever and so helen wanted obviously to be the maid of honor but she wasn't so She's, she's bitter. So she's trying to act like it because usually in that point, it would just be the maid of honor who do, does the toast, but she had to interject herself. And I was like, girl, sit down. You weren't asked. Chill out. You can throw a good party. Awesome. But you're not the maid of honor. Sit the fuck down. Sometimes you just need to tell people that. Well, that's when Lillian should have said that. Well, yeah, but she didn't. Lillian's a little pansy ass. Well, no, Lillian, it's her fucking so day. This, she shouldn't have to so deal this with. So goes to it's being Lillian's fault, right? So she should be shanked in the throat, right? It's her wedding. She shouldn't have to deal with all of this petty bullshit. That's why she, if it were you, you'd have been like, sit the fuck down. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. But it wasn't me. So. So like I said. Lillian is even at the end they were like I thought the bride was supposed to be the crazy one I don't remember hearing that it was just in the conversation in her bed like right right before she put on the wedding dress no I didn't hear that um anyway so the toasts are awkward everything about that whole engagement party was Was awkward awkward. Uh, but Annie definitely tells Lillian she's gonna try so she goes and plays tennis with Helen (laughs) This is where we meet her stepchildren, and they're like, "Oh, fuck off, Helen!" Yeah, the, the older <laughs> oh, you have son. to put a quarter in the swear jar, and you're just like, "Oh, they, your kids are so cute." <laughs> I think she is just not liked by a lot of people, and she thinks she she's is. just trying. No, I think she just tries too hard, and that's where people get like over her bullshit. I mean, yeah, but pretty sure a lot of people. Her husband doesn't like her. Her stepkids don't like her. Annie doesn't like her. I think the only person who liked her was Lillian and his whole thing. And I think she kind of had to like her because they kept on going on random trips together, like to Miami, and she had to hang out, like spend time with her and shit. And so. Yeah. But Lillian's a nice person, so whatever. And Helen is not. And Annie doesn't have a lot of friends, obviously, so. She has two, Megan and Lillian. Well, now. (laughs) But 
that was just kind of weird. And so they go and we learn, like, this is when another conversation topic comes up. Do we stay the same or do we change? What do you think? Oh, do we stay the same or change? I think we just, I think I pick, uh, uh, fucking any side. I think we evolve, evolve, but we're still the same person, but we just evolve. But I guess, I mean, in, in a way, I guess it is change. Like, okay, I think they're both right. They just. My view on it is we stay the same, but we're more honest. Because a lot of times when you're younger growing up, you do a lot of stuff you don't want to do. And you're just like, you feel pressured to do it. But when you're older, like now I can embrace my darkness. I like scary shit. I like all this stuff. I like listening to true crime podcasts. I like to listen to paranormal stories. But before I felt like I couldn't say anything about it. And so as I get older, I'm just more honest and being like, no, I'm not. that is my nightmare. I have no desire to do that. And I'll just won't do it. I think, yeah, I think it's the evolving things. I was like, I, I wouldn't say I changed a lot, but like I went through phases. Like I had like a, not a ghetto phase, but I would dress like really baggy and crease my pants. And then I went from that to like splitting my pants at the bottom, like dressing like everybody else and wearing like tighter shirts. And then I went from that to like, wanting to dress more casual but just didn't have the money to do it and always brushing my hair to get waves and then i shaved my head like I that was say because you changing. dyed your hair honey blonde and you started losing true. hair and i went bald <laughs> so i think it's a e i don't know that's, that's a that's a different i, I, I want to say changing but i want to say evolving but then helen's like well evolving is changing so i don't know so you're helen I don't know. I'm both, I guess. <laughs> um, then all the ladies go to a luncheon right before a bridal fitting. Which they go to a Brazilian restaurant. It, first and foremost, like you should try in the dresses first, then eat after. But that does not help with... <sighs> well, they were probably hungries. Well, yeah. They were hungry, but I was like, maybe have an, a more good, an early morning appointment, then go eat. But well, they didn't have an appointment. Yeah, I know. So. I know. But they go to the Brazilian and then they talk about uh, her shower. So there's a lot of parties in a wedding. If you choose to have all these parties, there's the engagement party. Then there is the bridal shower, then a bachelorette party, technically. But a lot of times people join the two together for a bachelorette party. They join the bachelorette plus the bridal shower together. Mm-hmm. But you can have it either way. But, and then there's another one, like where they're combined, but I can't remember what that is. Anyway, um, and so they're talking about what they should do for the bridal shower. Um, and Annie brings up a really good idea, a Parisian. We should have a Parisian-themed party. French-themed party. She always wanted to go to Paris. And Helen's like, mm, no. Yeah. Maybe we should throw out some ideas. And so dumbass Becca is like, we should have a Pixar-themed. Okay, she needs to grow up. And then Rita is like, we, what about a bachelorette party? And she's like, I need balls in my face. Balls in her face. And well, then she was saying that about Vegas. Vegas, yeah. And then. Uh, what's uh, her name? Megan said that they want to have a fight club. She wants a fight club theme. And wait for it. Lillian to walk in and then they'll just strip down and start beating the shit out of her. 
I was I, like, I don't think she would like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like where her mind was at. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. Like, she's about to get married. I'm pretty sure in her photos, she doesn't want her face all fucked up. Four women beating the crap out of her. I just want to know what her thought process to get to the fight club was. I don't just, think she had a lot of thought pride. I think she just blurted something out. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, fight club. Like, if you had to pick a theme for a party, what would your theme be? If I had to pick a theme for a party, it depends on who it's for. You just can't for yourself. Like, if you're gonna throw, if you had to throw a party for yourself, what would your theme be? Like a fucking video game thing, like the the alcohol and video game bar thing. Be like that. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, that would be mine. Old school Pac Man, freaking uh, that Pac Man that they have there is pretty dope too. We need to go back there whenever we go back to Dallas. I can't remember the name of free it. play. Or, uh, yeah, something, or, like, just old school, like, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat. Freaking all the old school, like, arcade games, and then just have them all lined up with alcohol. It'd be the best fucking That was the free play in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you going to ask me, or do I have to just say it? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you sound so sad, baby? Because you never ask me. I always just ask you questions. Well, I thought that was just a question for me. Uh, what is yours? Your I want to do a scavenger hunt. That'd be fun. I mean, it's for my party, so suck it. I'm gonna act like Helen right now. I mean, I think we can get a better. But every location has like wine or something that you drink, and you like look at the. Or you take a shot. Or that, but I would rather. I mean, not a strong shot. I mean, like you know. A fairly good mix shot. But have like, like a chauffeur bring you to the places, but you have to tell them where to go. So like a limo that's taking like you around town. a scavenger town. hunt like somewhere fun. So like. I mean, like, because we did a scavenger hunt when we lived in Seoul and that shit was fun. I got second place. Yeah, like so, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like somewhere fun. So you want to do it like, I don't know, at the Grand Canyon, have someone fall off or something. Right. Like somewhere, like at a waterfall or, you know, somewhere. No, like a scavenger hunt where you have multiple locations to go. You have to, like, you have riddles that will tell you where your next clue is. So you have to. So there's going to be driving involved. Yeah. So that's why oh. I said chauffeur bringing you around in the limo, but they have to, like, hear your clues. Oh, okay. And then at the end, have, like, a, a party where it's, like, a sleepover. Everybody plays games and, and hang loser out. loser has to take all the shots. There's no loser. It's just like a group party, like a group of girls going out and whatever. Anyway, no, loser takes shot. I like how you're dictating <laughs> my party. I'm Helen. Remember, Fucking blackest Helen I've ever seen, and bald. Um. So trying on the dresses, yeah, resulting chaos that's what i like the chaos yeah just results in shit and uh, throw up so the brazilian restaurant wasn't probably the best place it's like it but i wonder why they all got sick you know that you see people eating there in the background because i looked at that i was like if there was no one in there that'll be different but there was people sitting at the bar i mean granted it was only two people and there was like people sitting at other tables mm-hmm. so it's like why the fuck did they like get sick like what happened I just like sometimes it's just and a bad, bad she's piece of meat. Before. Yeah, a bad piece of meat. Like if if it's like on that I think rack. There's a few different bad because they said that like the chicken, 
Uh, Helen said the chicken was yeah, like but every something. you know the skewer if it's like just that bad like that one strip of bad and everybody had a piece everybody would get sick. It's well, not yeah, that's what happened. So it, it, I feel so bad because Annie's just trying to make it really special and everything's blowing up in her fucking mm-hmm. literally blowing up in her fucking or exploding face. from both ends. <laughs> and so they, they're trying to choose dresses and everybody chooses a different one uh helen chooses the most expensive which is the fritz bernays and then everybody else chooses a different one and did, did helen pay for that though that's the question because she was like we'll take five of the whatever oh like, she might have i don't it's know it's the better one anyway it's the really best choice anyway so she had to pay for it so five times eight hundred four thousand mm-hmm Jesus. I mean, but did you see that Parisian party? Fuck. What Parisian party? At the end, the bridal shower. Oh, is that what they got it for? I thought they got it for the wedding. They wore well, it. Well, no, the that wedding. was for the wedding. But the, the you said the Parisian party that they had was going to be super expensive. Why are you saying Parisian party? It was a French party. Is Parisian and French That's the how same she thing? Put it in the in yeah Parisian and French. Paris is Parisian. Is it? Yes. Are you sure? One hundred percent positive. Oh, didn't know that. <laughs> I thought you were going to fight me on this. And I was like, I, why would I do that? I don't know. You <laughs> I am on everything. very good at geography. Yep. Top notch. <laughs> Where's Alaska again? Yeah, exactly. So, no, I'm not good at geography. <laughs> I know where Texas and Oklahoma is. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and California. Can you point them out on a map? And North Carolina and South Carolina, Mississippi and Florida. That's and it. Chicago. Well, Illinois. Chicago's not a state. Illinois. <laughs> Do you know where Wisconsin is? Fuck no. <laughs> Are you serious? No. Nope. Nope. I cannot point it out on a map. If you showed me a blank map, I cannot point it out. But all the places I just named. I feel like I, I need we need to do a test. We're gonna do like a video and put it on Patreon. I'm gonna give you a blank United States like map. But I need I need all the states on the side. I can't think of all of them. I'll, my head. I'll list them out for you randomly, and then you just have to like cross reference. Like Wyoming, them. I don't know where the fuck that is. I'm not gonna find it. I could find it. I mean Nevada, I can find. Because that's a weird shape one. That's the only reason. All the square ones, you're just be squares. <laughs> and then, All right, so this is this is the thing. I'm gonna. How long would you need to do that? Oh, probably like two hours. <laughs> I was gonna say like five minutes. <laughs> no, hell no. At least thirty minutes. At, At least, least 30, thirty minutes. So this is gonna be a check in every five minute mark. I'll check in with the video, see where you're at, and then we'll. I'll score. probably have like five. And you'll be crying. <laughs> I just want it over with. I don't want to get it. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and so after they start trying on the dresses, all hell breaks loose. Brita barfs in the toilet. Megan shits in the oh, sink. And she said it was coming out like lava. It's oh. coming out of me like lava. Look away. Like that sink was not that deep. So that means that shit was like hanging from her ass. Like it was it was right there, you know. <gasps> But the thing is, it's definitely my my concern is cl- the cleanup. Because oh, poor. Yeah, they have to get like that shit is not going to go down that drain. Oh no, it's not. Hundred percent not. Oh. They have to get like professionals in there to clean that shit up. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, but I'm like questioning why didn't they have I multiple? Bet it smelled so bad. Why there. didn't they have more than one stall? Why was it only one stall? Because if uh, like I'm pretty uh, sure not a lot of people go in there to use the restroom, babe. Well, if if a huge bridal party's there to like look at dresses, let's say there's ten, 
And oh, more they than said it was a restroom across the street. Yeah, but maybe they own it too. Maybe I don't think so. It was a cafe. Maybe they own it. You never know. So everybody and the bride, she is in her this uh, Fritz, uh, not a Fritz Bernays. So I forgot what Juju, Madame Juju, Madame Juju's dress. Whoever the fuck that is. And so she's in her dress and she runs outside and all of a sudden she's, she almost made it to the cafe. She was really close. She I felt so close. I feel so close, so bad. Uh, uh, Dom is still two hours out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so. She shits on the street. Sorry, I was trying to clarify. That took you a very long time. I, was I got distracted by the text message and then my ne- next notes, and I was like, well, I'm not on there yet. And I was like, where happened. do I? You know what? Shut up. thought your brain was about to seize up on you and probably about to pass out or something. Could. <laughs> um, so everybody goes home. What's her face? Annie goes to Ted's place and they sleep together again, and then she leaves. What do you mean again? He sleeps. She was oh, in his bed. Ted. I thought Ted. that was the cop. No, and so she was like, "Oh, this is where she invites him to the wedding." But he's like, "Wouldn't that be rough for you? You have to explain to everybody what we are." I won't wish that on you. <laughs> yeah, that and he's like, "Can can you do?" Uh, would you? Uh, what, so the funny thing is, she said, "Oh, what's his name?" And she's like, "George." Glass, Glass, which is actually a connection to the Brady Bunch because I think it was Jan said she had a boyfriend and they were like, oh, what's his name? And her, his, she was like, George. And she looked around and there was a glass glass. And so oh, I've it's never seen that. And so that was pretty funny. So that was a fake person. And he, then she, he was like, well, can George Glass do this? And he like rubs her tit in a weird way. <laughs> Super and she's weird like, way. yeah. Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, and he was like, fine, whatever. So she leaves. And she goes to the, air, the airport, no, the gas station. No, she doesn't leave. He kicks her out again. Yeah. Um, and so she goes to the gas station. And this is where she sees Officer Rhodes again. Because the first time he pulled her over because she was acting like Helen. Oh, I'm Helen. Mm-hmm. And she was swerving all over. And that's where she first meets him. And then he meets her again. And this is... <laughs> To have a romantic evening sitting on the hood of his vehicle eating carrots. Or eating carrots. The, yeah, that's the so fuck sweet. Eating. Did he pull out a, a, a raw or a molded one? It's not moldy. It's like the small, like weird misshapen one. And she's like, ew. And he's like, no, it it's lucky. It's mis- lucky. It was white. Yeah, that's a like, lucky one. Carrots are orange. Every bag has a white one. Since when? Since always. And you never eat them. And I'm like, dude, it's lucky. A white one? I've never seen a white carrot. I'm sorry. Anyway. I used to eat bags of carrots all the time because it was from that one movie that the guy said, can't remember the name of it, but it was like some shoot movie and he, he was always eating a carrot because he said it uh, makes his eyesight better. Oh, yeah. So I would eat carrots because I thought it was a true thing and I was like. Oh, nom, nom, Technically nom. it is, but it doesn't, like it could make your skin turn orange. Yeah, if you eat them that often. Um... But <laughs> and so what's really sweet about Officer Rhodes is he went to her bakery and he believes in her. And he's like, dude, he only met her like one. This is the second time. So second time he's like, you should do that. You were awesome at it. Like, that's awesome. That's a person you should be with. Not somebody who brings you down like Ted. She Well, that's the thing. In this society, women are attracted to that. Why? Because they're fucking psychos. I don't know. Ask them. 
You were attracted to guys like that, too. You went on a million dates like it. No, but I never had second dates. <laughs> Fuck that. I would, like, escape. I would ditch these guys and be like, no, I'm good. Thanks. I'm going to pay for mine. Here's my money. Here's my money. <laughs> Please don't talk to me again. No, thank you. I would be upfront with it, too. And the guy was like, oh, I hope to see you again. I'm like, to be honest, I didn't feel a click. Like I tell you all the time, babe, you are a rear breed. A rear breed. A rear, rare, rear breed. A, a rare, rear breed. A rear breed. So you're not like all these other women that like men that treat them like shit. And so I was like, funny story. Issues. This was probably the most adult conversation I ever had on a dating app. Um, like a long time ago before Ty, I was on a dating app. I think it was like Bumble or something. And I matched with this guy and I was just trying to get to know him. And he's like, to be honest with you, I'm not looking for something serious. I just want to fuck somebody. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's not what I'm looking for. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. I hope you have a wonderful night. And I'm like, you too. Bye. That was it. <laughs> there was no like, oh, you're such a fucking bitch, blah, blah, blah. No, he was just being honest. And I was honest. And I'm like, no, I want something more. And he's like, okay, great. I was like, well, you should be on Tinder then. And I was like, well, if he's like, if you ever change your mind. And I'm like, oh, I, I probably won't. Same with you. <laughs> if you ever change your mind. <laughs> and so I thought that was funny. And I was like, damn, that was really cool. Um, he really wanted to hit it. Uh, I'm sure he found somebody else. Um, maybe. <laughs> uh, so... Then uh, Annie has an idea to do their bachelorette party at the lake house, but everybody shoots her down. Where do they want to go, babe? They want to go to Vegas. And Annie only said that is because she's broke and can't afford to go anywhere. Well, the, if some if the maid of honor can't afford it, that's when, I don't know. I, I wouldn't expect my maid of honor to do anything like that, to be honest. Well, yeah, because you don't care about expensive things. Yeah, but that you can't expect your maid of honor to be like forking over thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars just to like pay for shit for your wedding. If if they throw a party, be grateful for what the party is. And Wait, not... Is that what the maid of honor is supposed to do? They're supposed to pay for shit like that? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's why I didn't have any of that because I didn't expect my people to do that. I did not know that was a thing. So I miss... like I didn't know that the like... Uh, what is it for a woman? Bachelorette party. No, like I'm the fiance. What are you again? Fiance. Oh, we're both fiancés. Oh fuck. <laughs> um, I didn't know it was the uh, the woman side that's supposed to like her parents are supposed to pay for the wedding. I didn't so know that either. the woman side, you told the me. bride side is supposed to pay. Bride. There you go. You're the groom. Ah, uh, I said that wrong. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I said fiance. Yeah. I almost pointed myself as bride. <laughs> so actually, that was very true. At our wedding, I called him a little bitch. I am. I am. I'm a baby back bitch. So groom bride. I almost said bride again to me. <laughs> I know you were really struggling with that. So the bride is supposed to pay for the, like the, the family is supposed to pay for the wedding. And then uh, the groom side pays like for the rehearsal dinner. Uh, rehearsal dinner. I didn't know any of this. Those are that's like the traditional views, but it's it doesn't happen like that. We didn't have that. Mm -mm. So you pay for what you can afford, not the other way around. We paid for our own wedding. Yeah, it was pretty good. I liked my wedding, except I did not like my hair. I didn't like what taking was your hair? no. My hair was fine. Everything turned out. It just shouldn't have. To, I had very very little hair, and this girl was working on my hair. I went there at two. I was supposed to be done in an hour. Like. It got me to 5.30, and I had a limo coming at 6. And so I had to hop in this fucking 
you Uber. And I'm like, dude, I need you to speed because I'm getting married today. I was supposed to be done two hours ago. I'm done now. So whatever you can do, illegal or not, please just get me back to my hotel so I can change into my wedding dress. And he's like, oh, shit. Okay. That that fucker did what he had to do. He like, I got very car sick, but I was sitting there and I'm like, and I got there. I got there in like 10 minutes and it was supposed to be like a 20 minute ride. I got there in 10 minutes. I gave him a, like an amazing tip. And I was like, dude, thank you so much. I ran up to like, I, I hustled, bustled, busted it. I was running and I'm like, get out of my fucking way. And I was like <laughs> running through and like you, cause we were at circus circus in Vegas and it's like chaos. Should have stayed at a better hotel too. Should have, but we couldn't afford it. Um, and so I just was like, got in there and I like my, my friend, she was there ready, like at the elevators. And she was like, Oh, we got this. We got this. And I'm like, girl, you're going to see a lot of naked Katie today. Sorry, not sorry. I need a change. And she's like, no worries, no worries. I have to change too. And so we all just like, like we both were just down and we changed really fast and I was like, okay, cool. And so I was in my shoes. I was all dressed up and I went down and I was like, I didn't even get to drink anything today. I was pissed off. And so she was like, oh, no worries. She grabbed the bottle of champagne, dumped some of it out, put some orange juice in it. And we're like, we got some mimosas. Let's there you go. go. Chugging and so we bottle, met, baby. we met y'all downstairs and I was like, do you just want to see me now? So we both can ride in the limo. And he's like, you're like, no, 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 no. And so you, we like blindfolded you. And I was like, I gave you a kiss. And then I was out the door and they told us to meet in the front so we walked all the way across the casino yeah you're going back and forth oh my god i bonked back and forth three or four times mm-hmm. in heels in I my wedding dress and i'm like freaking out i was like god damn it where did the limo go and i kept on calling them and i'm calling them and then like, my friend uh, h she was calling them and calling them and she's like where's the fucking limo and so they're like oh no no go to the back go to the back and i'm like this is the last time walking back there if he is not in the back he needs to drive back there. And so we finally got there and the guy was there and he's like, I'm so sorry. Like there was traffic or there was an accident. I'm like, okay, fine. That's, that's cool. Like just get me mm-hmm. to where I'm going. I mean, you can't really start a wedding without me. So I mean, we can, I get to the place, I get out of the car and I'm just like, we're like 15 minutes late. I'm focused on that. And I'm like, let's just get this started. Where do you need to stand? And the lady was like, oh, let's just go talk. And I'm like, I don't feel like talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying not to be mean. I was like, okay, are we going to start? And she's like, no worries. You can take breaths. Don't worry. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so there was like another faux pas where actually my maid of honor, she decided she didn't want to be my maid of honor. She was there. She just didn't want to be standing next to me. And I was like, done. Changed it. Changed the roster. Added your mom to my list. And I was like, done. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Your mom was over the moon. Yeah, she was <laughs> super stoked. And so, so she was like, that was a really fast decision for a bride. I'm like, I do not give two shits. Like, And she was like, oh. And I'm like, no, I, 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 ca- I care. It's just people not wanting to do something for me couldn't care less. Like, mm-hmm. I will figure something else out. And she's like, you're the first bride to ever do that. And I'm like... And why did she want to do it again? She was just having a bad week. Somebody called her fat. And so she did not feel like she would be, she would not do that. And she explained it to me later and I totally understand. And I like appreciate her for being honest, but all right, we need to get back to the movie because this is going to be a long episode. (laughs) We're already at 50 minutes, folks. Welcome. Take a shot. Take a shot. Uh, yeah, maybe take two, just because the dogs are kind of quiet today. Yeah, they're just laying there. So this is when... Um, they go to Vegas. They decide to go to Vegas and they get on a plane. Annie is a terrified of flying, which is totally understandable. And so Helen gives her a little. Whoa. 
She's terrified. She's terrified of flying, but yet she's sitting next to this fucking oh my god lady who keeps like saying this shit about flights, and it like trips her out even more. Just like oh well, one time my friend was on a flight and she got sucked into the toilet, and what was the other one? It was like oh, there's something wrong with this plane. It's gonna go down, and they haven't even taken <laughs> off yet. Like they're still on the runway. Like there are getting people up to speed. like that. I feel well, bad. They don't need to fucking fly. They should be shot in the face. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Just take them out. I'll fucking do it too. Um, and so Annie's trying to relax. The girl next to her is like freaking out. My favorite part of this, actually, there's two favorite parts. I love Rita and Becca, their conversation. So they're sitting next to each and other. Kiss. They're getting wasted on what is it, double seven and seven? Seven and sevens. What's that? Seagram seven and seven. It's like a whiskey. Oh, it's you'll like it. It's sweet. Yeah, it's sweet. <laughs> it is not fucking sweet at all. <laughs> It's whiskey and 7-Up, basically, or Sprite. through the flight, at the end, Rita's, like, very depressed about her life, which, obviously, she should be because she just has a bunch of boys. Nobody really appreciates her. And Becca's like, you're more beautiful than Cinderella. You smell like pine needles. And and your your face face is like like sunshine. sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) But I like the way she's saying it because it's like she's trying to cover up her face. And like scream it, but not scream it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was good acting right there. <laughs> and then my next favorite part is with uh, Megan and Air Marshal John. Air Marshal John is actually Melissa McCarthy's husband in Are real life. Are they still married? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, nice. I love that, and they just love each other so much. And I love the fact that he is in every, like, pretty much every movie she's in, in some way, shape, or form. Just small little parts, like. I remember him showing up in random movies that she's in, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, look at that!" Like I'm saying, like, was she in uh, Thief? Was he in Thief? Because Melissa McCarthy's in there with uh, Jason Bateman. I think he was. I can't remember. It's identity theft. Or I didn't. Same thing. Um, I think he was. I can't remember. I just remember him in The Heat with her and Sandra Bullock, and he was like a random, uh, not the a fan. Heat? The one where she's an FBI agent and they're oh, both. Is that the heat? No, that can't be the heat because the heat is. Uh, with, heat. It's called the heat. It can't be because the heat's with Al Patron, Al, Al Pacino and all them. That's the heat. Where's my phone? I don't know. Oh, it's right here. Okay, blind one. <laughs> it was further back. <laughs> it was literally right there. <laughs> I don't think it's the, the heat. heat. Suck my dick, dude. Oh, maybe the other one is just heat. Yeah, I think it's heat. Never mind. Anyway, I'm right, as always. I'm right. <clears throat> That's exactly how she sounds. So then Helen gives, well, no, back to uh, Megan and Air Marshal John. She is like infatuated with him and he's just trying to like relax. And she's just like, where's your gun? And she's like, I'm not going to tape my gun to my butt. She's like, I've heard that guys do that. They tape their gun to the butt and they cut their back pocket and you can get to it easily he's like that makes no sense if you need to get to your gun fast how are you going to get to your gun fast and she's like i will show you with this ipad mini or no, iPod like nano mini. i'll or show you nano. with my nano <laughs> I won't sh- you won't know what i have it until i need it until needed it's funny and then when he, he goes to the bathroom she follows him and uh and she's like she puts her leg up and she's like do you feel that heat Coming from my steam heat, coming from my undercarriage. 
<laughs> and he just like pushes her leg aside. He carries it, and he's like, "Oh." oh. <laughs> but I love at the end they get together. They are together. All right, so we got to wrap this up soon. Um, so after they land the plane, because freaking Annie is going bonkers on the airplane, she says well, she got some drugs. She got some drugs. She took scotch, and she drank scotch and chugged it. Chugged it and saw a colonial woman on the 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 wing. Hey, she's hallucinating, which can happen if you mix drugs and alcohol. And so they chase her around the airplane, and then Megan finally tackles her, and they arrest her, and they had to land in Wyoming. And then they had to take a bus back, and which sucks. And pretty much this is where Lillian demotes her as maid of honor. She's no longer maid of honor. She but makes, I like how Lillian blames her when Helen is the one who gave kind her of, drugs. That kind of pissed me off a little bit, too. And she's like, I know this is a lot for you. I know you're stressed out. And it's like, But Helen keeps on doing this shit. She's like baiting her and making mm-hmm. her turn out to be the bad person. Like that should 100% be Helen's fault. She gave her the drugs to get her to calm down. We don't even know what the drugs are. And then even when Helen, or yeah, Lillian asks Helen, she's like, she kind of like ignores it. Like, oh, type shit. So this should be all on Helen. But I like how Annie gets blamed. Yeah, very true. And so after they get back, she meets up with Officer Rhodes, and this is where they finally get together. And Rhodes is a sweetheart. He makes her coffee in the morning, and he wants her to get back in baking, so he buys her all this shit. And it's really, really sweet, but this fucker, she doesn't understand, like, a good guy when she sees him because he's a bajillion times better than Ted. And And she runs away. She runs away, which happens. And so this is when things get bad. Mm -hmm. This is her bottom. So... She gets fired from her jewelry job. Well, because she called a teenage girl a cunt. She's like, oh, I show you a See very you popular. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I she did that pretty well. So I mean, that, that scene is uh, my friend, uh, A. I know you're probably not listening to this. You live in Thailand, so you know who you are. We would do that quote all the time. Anytime somebody said popular, we were like, oh, very popular. <laughs> I miss him so much. Uh, and then she leaves. Oh, no. She goes to her uh, bridal shower and she gets pissed off because it's Parisian. And she walks in and she's like, what the fuck? Helen stole all of her deal of her ideas. Mm-hmm. And got her tickets to go to Paris. And got her tickets to go to, to Paris. To try on this dress at the actual place. And this is when Annie snaps. So she's trying to destroy the party, but everything is heavy. <laughs> She has a problem yeah, destroying the fucking anything. heart cookie. The heart cookie the she drops on herself. The chocolate fountain. The chocolate fountain she's trying to push over. So instead of like pushing it over, she, she just digs her hands in and smashes it, it away. Everywhere. And then she puts grass in it. And then she's she, like, oh, this unsanitary fountain of chocolate. Uh, and then this is when the falling out happens with Lillian. Lillian's like, get out. If you're going to act like this, you don't get to go to my wedding. And she's trying to take a dog, which was a bridal shower present with mm-hmm. a little puppy with a per, like a pink beret and she probably needed that puppy too probably but it probably would have died <laughs> no she shouldn't have a job so <laughs> well no i'm just saying probably ne- from neglect or something just because she's at bottom the dog would probably get like puppy parvo or something that's so sad it would be <laughs> i'm just saying that's probably what it would happen because she's at rock bottom right now 
And so she leaves the party and then she gets in a car accident because she tries to stop and saves a little por- porcupine's life. Mm-hmm. And so somebody hits her and well, runs she off. She never got her taillights fixed. Well, and the guy was driving too close to her. Um, and so she she has to call a tow truck. And then she, the police officer who shows up is Officer Rhodes. And then her fuck buddy shows for, up. Her fuck buddy shows up. And he's just a dick. Like, like always. And he's sitting there and he's like, hey, hey, dingus, let's go. And the officer is like yelling at her and he's like, that cop talks weird. He's like, come on. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess she never told him who she was like messing around with. Yeah. And so she called him and it's like kind of true because if she called Rhodes, he would have been sweet about it. He'd be like, you know what? No worries. Like, I got you. But no, she called, like, the douchebag. And the douchebag. Well, no, she called Rhodes first. No, the, she called the police. They dispatched an officer. So it doesn't, you don't get to choose who the cop uh, who comes. I know she called. I thought she called Rhodes. So you have to, like, in an accident, you have to call the police. Like, uh, you're supposed to. Sometimes they don't, but it's, like, it's kind of a mandatory thing. Um. Then, this is when. She is asked to move out of her apartment, and so she goes back to her mom's place. And this is when her this is her rock bottom. So this is where she doesn't call people, she doesn't talk to people, she doesn't shower, she's watching Castaway, soups depressed. Um, and so one of my favorite characters comes to visit her, Megan, and she has how many dogs? <laughs> Nine fucking dog i think they're golden retrievers i think so nine puppies and she's like in retrospect i can probably handle six because nine that's a lot of energy to take in i'm like (laughs) one is a lot of energy to take in no it's not you're just not a dog person get out of here i know um and so this is when we learn what megan does she works for the government and she has the highest clearance highest secret clearance and so she's like a lot of nukes shopping malls don't tell anybody. <laughs> Even though she just told the camera. I know. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, and so this is when, this is the turning point when Annie starts changing her life and makes it better. Um, so she starts gets. baking again. She gets, starts baking again, gives her mom a hug. She showers, assuming. Um, and she gets her car fixed and she goes to Bill Cosby, who gets with her mom, which is super sweet. I mean. Hopefully they get with her because they, they he's like, I hope they ask each other out. And he's then like, you made that green bean casserole. Was you know, so artichoke good. dip. I thought he said, he said casserole. He did not. He, he said artichoke said dip. Casserole. He said artichoke dip. You're I a liar. That you. You're a liar. Cool. <laughs> um, so on the day of Lillian's wedding, Helen shows up to Annie's apartment and she's like, we can't find Lillian. And so Annie decides to help out. And so she's trying to figure out what's happening. And so they need help from a cop. And so they go find Rhodes and he's just ignoring her. And so they would drive past doing all this shit like reckless driving, drink, like pretending to drink while driving, texting. Mm, Beer. Mm, Beer. Look, I'm topless. Littering. Glitter bug. Like the topless one would not do anything. Like you can drive around topless. Yeah, you can drive around naked. But you just can't get out of your car. Um, And so the final thing that gets him out of the car is her hitting him just gently. Um, And so they find that she is actually, Lillian is actually in her apartment (laughs) hanging out, (laughs) just hanging out, chilling. And so they go there and Annie say, like goes and talks to her and she's 
like Lillian's just like it was really hard without you which that means you're real true best friends like you forgive each other you get over shit that's Mm -hmm. how you do it and so there's just like they get back together which is great and she's like okay like let's see your wedding dress and she's like oh that's another problem the wedding dress is awful like that's awful I thought this was supposed to be like the 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 juju dress. Juju, Madame Juju. Yeah. I this is supposed to be it like was. a badass fucking dress. It, it was. was shitty. Yeah, but like taste is in each person. Like you, everybody has a different taste. I'm pretty sure any woman who would see that dress would be like, no, it's fucking ugly. It was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, but you know, everybody's Like different. one of the bridesmaids dresses was better than that thing. Mm. And I bet it costs like ten grand or more. Probably. Or and then I thought they were going to go to Paris to go try it on, but the thing is, like, she didn't know what it looked like until it arrived. I don't know. It was just a lot. And so they fix the dress, they have the wedding, everything's happy. Wilson Phillips comes and plays. John, Air Marshal John shows up to the wedding, which is really With super the cute. Nine dog or nine puppies. Yeah, it's super cute. Um but the funny thing is, but we're going to go back. So when Annie gets to Lillian's apartment and you said, wow, she has a key. And I was like, yeah, she's her best friend. And you answered, was. Was. <laughs> I answered, wow. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, well, she kicked her out of her wedding. Best friends don't do that. They just get over shit. It's true. And she kicked her out of her wedding. So Sometimes you get over shit. You have to get over shit. Grow up. So then we get to the end part where they go off and they go off into their honeymoon and Megan comes up laughing her ass off. And she's like, what's so funny? And she's like, I put a loaded gun in Dougie's carry. So <laughs> you know, he's not going to go on his honeymoon now, right? They're not going anywhere. They're not fucking He's probably going to go to jail, actually. And then what's his face shows up officer Rhodes his name is Nathan Rhodes he shows up and they kiss and I fake cried no you real cried she <laughs> cried everyone don't 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 take that fake cry as a and real thing then we see a lovely sex tape between Megan and uh, Air Marshal John and they're eating a Bigfoot sandwich. sandwich look at my flaps see how they open That's <laughs> All right. Sorry, that was a long breakdown of this movie. It is one of my favorites, so I know it from stem to stern. Um, stern to stem. What is your score? I mean, I like it. I wouldn't say a ten, but what? What does that? Look I'm like for? waiting for your final score. What's your score? I don't know. Uh, Just mind you, everybody. The backstory. He was fighting me on this. He was upset that we had to watch this movie, but he actually really does like it. I've seen it plenty of times. Um, I'll give it an 8.5. Okay. I'll accept that from you. Yeah. I will give it a 10, obviously. Of course you're going to give it a 10. Love it. Love it. All right, now, folks, hang tight because we have some fun discussions. I got three. You got three. Oh, we have my Lord. six survival stories that we're going to get through. Um, some of them are real, real good. Well, all of them are really good. So I really had to narrow it down, and I knew these were longer. So, And I didn't realize that we were already over an hour. So... We're going to read fast, people. Try to. So I'm going to go first. Um, This is one of them. Okay. So after successfully sailing across the Atlantic solo in his 6.5 meter sloop, Steve Callahan started the trip home in January of 1981. The storm around his boat one evening didn't concern him, but the whole a whale or shark put in his boat all in the middle of the night amid the storm surely did. 
As the boat began to sink, Callahan repeatedly drove back into the sinking ship, dove back into the sinking ship to grab survival gear. With food and water for a few days, Callahan clambered into his six-foot circular raft adrift. 800 miles west of the Canaries, so the Canary Islands, um, and heading further from them at every moment. Callahan fished with a spear gun and made water with a solar still. On day 14, he signaled to a passing ship, but it kept on passing. After a month, he drifted out of shipping lanes. Oh, shit, that's a long time. But by day 50, he was covered in sores from the salt water, struggling with dehydration in the tropical waters, and struggling to patch a hole in his raft. raft. Exhaustion... Uh, exhausted and after losing a third of his body weight Callahan was finally oh. spotted by some fishermen off the coast of Guadalupe as birds and fish circled his raft forging the fish guts he tossed back into the sea he'd been adrift for 76 days damn damn a third of his body weight damn. that's crazy he lost a lot of weight uh, 76 days I feel like I could do a week I might might survive a week drift i'm sure you can survive 76 days you're smart enough maybe all right um alaska native ada blackjack was a member of the indigenous i'm not i'm not gonna be able to say this right let me see inupai inupatipa something people i'm sure if someone is in alaska they hear they will correct me she was hired by Canadians Ville Hylamar, Steph, <laughs> Ses, I don't know, Alan Crawford on a expedition to the <laughs> Alan Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> just what are you going to pronounce that last name? It seems easy, but it's just exactly Ville Hylamar, Stephanson, and Alan Crawford. Yeah, Steve Stefanson is pretty easy. And I think the the native people is in in Nupiat. In Nupiat. Yeah, it looks right. So you're just better at pronouncing things better than me. Um, Alan Crawford on an expedition to the Rangel Islands, which are considered Russian territory. The goal was to claim them in the name of Canada, and Black Jack was the seamstress and cook cook of the expedition. Five members of the extradition were left on the island on September 16, 1921, as a territorial claim, but their rations soon ran low. Three members went off in search of help while Black Jack took care of an A-I-L-I-N-G. Ailing? Ailing crewmate? It was ailing. They're hurt or sick. Why can't you just fucking put sick? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> who later <laughs> who later perished. Good. Just it's so bad. I take it back. Oh my god, you're gonna get fired. Uh, leaving her alone on the island, Blackjack survived there for two years. Not an easy task considering the risk of polar bear attacks. She learned Damn. to hunt seals and partly survived off their meat until she was finally rescued on August 28, 1923. Almost two years after she had been left on the island, according to the site, ran. Run by the University of Alaska Anchorage, Blackjack did not receive a hero's welcome. Wow. Instead, she was criticized for not saving the life of her of her male crewmate, though the family eventually vindicated her after meeting with her and issuing a statement that Blackjack had done everything possible to save their son's life. Still, she spent the rest of her life in poverty before her death in 1983. Damn. 
So 60 years later. But she lived there for two years. Fucking ruthless people. As but I was like, uh, what was it? Um, what happened to the people that went to go find help? Did they just not fucking maybe return? They, maybe. Or they died. Or they just didn't make it? Like, there was no talk about them. Wow. That sucked. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so I chose different types of survival. So mine was water-based. I think I have a couple of those. You have uh, ice-based. Mine was water-based. Water. Oh, I guess it was ice. Like, it's like North Pole, I think. Um, so my next one is Jul- Julianne Kopik. Kopik? Whatever. Kopik. Had two big survival stories. Okay, so Julianne had two big survival stories to tell by the end of her ordeal. On Christmas Eve, 1971... Julianne flew to Lan- flew on Lanza Flight 508, which was struck by lightning. It began to disintegrate in midair, and Julianne found herself... St- I, I'm changing her last name to her first name because I can't pronounce her last name. Um, and Julianne found herself still strapped to her seat two miles above the Peruvian rainforest. She was battered. She was bruised. Her collarbone was broken, but she was alive, the only survivor on the flight. And now she found herself in the wilderness alone. Some candy was her only food, but she found a small stream. She waded down water in it and uh, she waded down water in it, able to keep herself hydrated at the same time. The insects in the jungle stopped short of eating her alive and maggots had infected her arm. But after nine days, she was able to find an encampment. She gave herself rudimentary, rudimentary first aid including pouring gasoline on the maggot infestation. <sighs> gasoline? Why gasoline? I, I guess to cleanse it? A few hours later, lumber workers found her, giving her first aid and asking her to, taking her to a more inhabited area where she was airlifted to a hospital. Her story was eventually told in the 2000 documentary Wings of Hope by director Werner Herzog, who had a seat booked on that very flight before canceling it at last minute. Damn. <laughs> Damn, his is like a survival story too because he would probably be dead by then. Oh, yeah. Damn, she poured gasoline on her arm. Yeah, we got to look up what gasoline does later. Not now. Uh, That's rough. Gasoline. Never knew that was a disinfectant. That hurts my body. Maggots on my body. No, thank you. I'm going to put my head up. I was going to say, like, the one that we found. Shut up. That was gross. That was so <laughs> disgusting. Very. Um, I don't want to say neither one of these names. Muro Prosperi is an Italian, of, Italian police officer who gained worldwide fame after getting lost in the Sahara Desert in 1994. A keen athlete and long-distance runner, Murrow took part in the 1994 Marathon of the Sands in Morocco, a six-day-long endurance race in one of the most dry and barren mm-hmm. environments on the planet. Wait, well, that just seems fucking dumb. Six days of running? Mm-hmm. That sounds like my nightmare. Six-day-long endurance race. Yep. I mean, I'm sure you can walk at some point, but you're probably going to get last or some shit. I don't know how someone can fucking run for six days straight. But He's a long-distance endurance runner. Yeah, but six days straight? Like, by day two or three, people are usually I'm sure they sleep. Shit. I think they, like, rest. They have to oh, rest. I'm, I hope so. I don't know. What's-his-name didn't rest? Freaking Forrest Gump. Well, he had a um, different story. Let's see. Uh, during the race, a sandstorm caused... I'm going to say his first name. Moreno or Murrow 
Then, then 39 years old, Mary married and followed to three children to become disoriented and lose his way. One day after going off track, he found himself in an abandoned Muslim shrine in Algeria. In order to survive, he killed, he killed and ate bats. I did not know you could eat bats. Sure you can. They're meat. They have meat. That's gross. Uh, for fluid, he was forced to drink his own urine. But, mm, but it's delicious. sterile, so it doesn't really matter. Delicious. Lick dew off of rocks and suck moisture out of his own out of his wet wipes. That's Jesus. Soapy. I mean, wouldn't, so no, how wouldn't is, anybody know he's missing? Uh, there, there's like, no like he was found type shit. Just, there's no he was ends. found. That's that's it. <laughs> Uh, did you not get the rest of it, babes? Let me see. There has to be. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, apparently he was found. I just thought that was nice because it was short. <laughs> it was very short. But <laughs> I'm assuming he's found. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Let's pretend he was found by monks and they That's made him That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Well, wait. Uh, one day he, he found himself in an abandoned Muslim shrine in Algeria. Um... Well, yeah, it just says abandoned. Oh, abandoned shrine. So wait, so what's his name? Uh, well, it's the first. Here, let me. I'll not spell that to you. I mean, I can spell it to you, but it's probably easier just to look it up. Uh, yeah, so we're trying to uh, figure out if Prosperi is saved or not because <laughs> that sh- story was a little short, and we apologize. We're going to try to hopefully find it pretty yeah. quick. Hmm. I was more. The filming crew located oh. the Murabout Shrine in which Prosperi rested and discovered some of his possessions along with several bath skeletons. So he was found by a camera crew? Found by a camera crew? Was he alive? Yeah. Oh. How did. How did. After setting out with renewed vigor, post shrine stay opens in new tab. Prosperi. Wait. Prosperi eventually found an oasis where he was able to wet his swollen, cut-up throat, and from there stumbled into a group of touring herders who rescued him. Okay. So he stumbled into some tourists. So, yes, he was found, people. They weren't tourists. He stumbled into a group of Tareg herders. You didn't say it like that. It's how you said tourists. All right. Whatever. Moving on. He was rescued. So you'll know this one. Aaron Ralston was forever be known as a guy who cut off his hand to escape a climbing accident oh, that left one. him trapped between two boulders. Ralston was climbing in blue wait. Ralston was climbing in Blue John Canyon in Utah alone. As he shimmied down a canyon, a boulder came loose and trapped his hand. No one knew he was there, and he only had a little bit of water and a little bit of food. It was up to him to rescue himself. He struggled for three days before deciding to self-amputate in order to extricate himself. But after two days of trying various methods, he nearly gave up. At this point, he was out of water and surviving on his own urine. That is until an idea came to him on day six. He could amputate a portion of his own arm much more easily if he could only break his radius and all the... 
Mm. Oh my God, I'm, I hate broken bones and this is bothering me. Okay. After an hour of work with a cheap multi-tool, he had amputated his hand successfully and still had to get back to his vehicle. Descending a 65-foot wall with one hand, he was eventually discovered by a, a European family on a camp out. And six hours after his self-amputation, he was rescued by authorities. He was found just in time. Ralston was on the brink of death from blood loss. He survives today, still taking outdoor expeditions and climbing adventures when not giving speeches or having movies made about his life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the James Franco one, 127 hours. Yeah, 127 hours. Bluff. I don't know if I can cut my own fucking arm off. I don't know it's like breaking my own bones, like that bothers me so much. I don't know if I could do that. It hurts. I think I might just take the take the death. Take it. Just take take the loss. Just, take the O. Just, I mean, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a suicide, would it? If you get like trapped and you can't get out. Yeah, it would still be suicide if you have the chance to possibly survive. Because he did. You he took can't. the chance. He took the chance. You he cut off his hand. Cut off your own. I wonder body if he parts. went back and got it. I mean, they have to pick up the fucking boulder, so probably not. I mean, they could probably get a crew out there just to move it. Because I would like keep that sure as a souvenir. They should should keep it as a souvenir. I would have went back and tried to get it, but uh, it costs money. I don't know if he had that money. Well, he made a. F- he sold a story to James Franco. Yeah. They, he didn't sell to James Franco. Obviously, the company asked him if they could make it, and they probably did pay him. Yeah, but I don't know if they paid him a lot, but I hope so. Um, this is the last one, right? Yep. We each got three. So number six, technically, on January. Oh, this is a kind of a recent one too. On January twenty third, two thousand six. See Ricky McGee. I can pronounce that name. Sorry, there was a bunch of random names. Was driving through Australia outback on his way to a new job when he picked up a group of hitchhikers. Well, that's your first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> hitchhikers, hitchhikers. Don't I need know. To read the rest of it because we know what happens. Seriously. Uh, the next thing he remembers was waking up in a shallow grave in the outback <laughs> wilderness with. With, I'm only laughing because it's like so obvious. With what, dingo, dingo scratches, dingoes. Dingo. Fuck are those? Dogs. They're dingoes. Why can't they just put fucking dingo dogs? is a type of type of dog? Ugh. Like the dingo ate my baby. They gotta make it so complicated, like ailing. Why don't you just put fucking sick? Anyway, I'm off my soapbox. Do you do you need dingoes a- scratching at the plastic wrapped over him? Holy shit. Unable to locate his car and clues about the exact whereabouts, McGee was forced to survive for 71 days out in the rugged, Fuck. perilous terrain. He was constructed. He constructed a humpty, humpy, a basic form of shelter. Mm-hmm. So a humpy is like, I think what I think it is, is you have a tree and then you lay something against it and you sleep under. Okay. I think. Uh, using branches and leaves. Uh, and says he mainly lived off of eating frogs, Ugh. leeches. You can eat leeches? You can eat worms. Oh, my God. Snakes and drinking his own urine. A lot of urine drinking going on here. At night, he barricaded his shelter with rocks to prevent dingoes from trying to eat him as he slept. Eventually, workers on a remote cattle ranch stumbled upon McGee, who had become skeletally thin. Almost, oh wow, having lost more than 100 pounds. Oh, shit. He was taken to a local hospital and treated for severe dehydration and malnutrition. What exactly, what exactly had happened to him remains a mystery. Authorities originally 
expressed skepticism about a story. He claimed the hitchhikers likely drugged him. His vehicle was never found. Holy shit. Well, Australia's real big. That tells you people do not pick up hitchhikers. The only way I would pick up a hitchhiker is if, because I actually, Dom and I have done it before. Uh, but I, I want to say, no, I think it was a guy. It was either a guy or a girl. I can't fucking remember. But Dom sat in the back seat and I sat in the front. And I was driving and the person sat over here. So if they try to do anything to me, Dom can obviously get him and have the upper hand because he's in the back seat. Why did you pick them up? They were stranded walking somewhere. I don't freaking know, babe. I was, I can't barely remember my childhood. Why How old were you? I don't know. You keep asking questions that I can't answer. Well, you I have to have a to range. Drive. Like a range. Were you, six, seven, were you 17? I was old enough to drive. So I had to be 16 or older. I wasn't 20 because 20, that's when I was living in South Texas. So between 16 and 20. Between 16 and 20. I was, because I was driving. I remember driving. Um, yeah, we picked this person up and we took him somewhere and dropped him off. And that was it. And then, because Dom was suggesting to pick him up. I was like, fuck no. And then I want to say it was, I want to say it was a chick. And I think that's probably why we picked him up because like, they wouldn't be able to overpower us if anything happened uh, with Dom sitting in the back seat and me in the front. So I, I want to say the chick, but I don't know. But yeah, we, we picked up a hitchhiker before, but we didn't, they said hitchhikers. So he obviously picked up more than, more one. than one. That was dumb. Uh, the only way I'll pick up by myself is if I have a bed of a truck and they're back there and I lock the doors and I mm-hmm. close all the windows so they can't get in and they try to break the shit then I mean I would just push on the gas and then slam yeah, on the brakes. Yeah, probably. Really fast. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking about doing. Or I'll just fucking wreck it and hopefully they fly out. Or well, if you if you go really fast and slam on your brakes, they're gonna fall out. Or like go really fast, slam on my brakes and turn a little bit mm-hmm. and hope they like fly out. But I would do something to like make them fly out somehow. But that's the only way I'd do it by myself. I would not be driving a car and pick up hitchhikers. In the car. That is the dumbest thing you can do. Even in the trunk. Like, yeah, they would either be in a trunk or they would just not be in there at all. But that's people do not pitch up, pick up hitchhikers, please. Because like there's one uh, like driving between Oklahoma and Texas. There's a prison there and there's signs like hitchhikers, hitchhikers. like do not pick up hitchhikers or something like that because they're more likely prison inmates. There's like hitchhikers can be prison inmates because it's it's only like four words. Yeah. Um, So it's like something about. Hitchhikers are prison inmates, escape prison inmates, or some shit. So just don't pick up hitchhikers. More than likely, they're they're not like a legit trying to get picked up. Like they're going to either hurt you and take your shit. Nobody hitchhikes anymore, anyway. Well, Unless yeah, you they like, know it's like they're, 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 they've evolved. It's not since the then. 70s again where serial killers drive around and just start killing people. Yeah, well. That was in 2006, and that shit happened. Luckily, he survived. Yeah, like there was a theory that after. Every like twenty years or something, like serial killers start making like a resurgence. That's a good word for it. Because in the seventies it was very popular, seventies, eighties, and now we're in like twenty twenty two. Like we're gonna start seeing. Yeah, that's way later. I know. I like. I don't should have happened again in the nineties. Now nineties, two thousands, and then now, now it should be happening. And I think it did because that's what that small. little small. Whatever his name, the guy that just got executed. Yeah, I think. He and then was they from found the, the Golden State Killer too. Like, or a he was while. in the eighties, eighties, nineties. Anyway, so there's probably a resurgence of 
serial killers. So watch out, Yeah, so that's probably about to happen in the next few years. So, yeah, be careful out there, peeps. And if your state allows you to carry, I would highly suggest that even if you don't like guns, just have it's not some about, sort of weapon. You not, not, no, no, like not necessarily a gun. Have some sort of weapon in your car. You can have a knife. Mace, knife. Na- yeah, mace. Just have something to protect taser. yourself. Unless you're a fucking twi- taekwondo master, which I'm pretty sure 90% of the people in this world are not. Like you need to have something to protect yourself nowadays because the other person is going to have something to, to help you, them yeah. to attack you. So don't be, I've had. And if somebody asks you, oh, can you tell me what this chloroform smells like? Don't breathe it in. Yeah. Push them off. Punch them in the face. I've had, I'm not going to say their names, but I had some people tell me that they're like not, uh, not uh, fond of guns. And I'll tell you after who it is. Um, and I just think that's like the fucking dumbest thing because you're not like, we're not people who are going to have guns and go out and start killing a bunch of people. Yeah. yeah we but that's that what now. we have. What's people, that's, what's the struggle, but I don't want to get political politics about well, that. I'm just saying I'm not going to, I'm just saying people need to have something to protect themselves. So, so get mace, a gun, get a taser, a knife, mace, taser, uh, so baseball bat, just something to protect yourself Axe, with because it's hatchet. fucking, it's scary out there. People are just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse. So, that's my two cents. But yeah, don't another, pitch up hitchhikers. Are you going to be off your soapbox now again? I went on the soapbox. That was, that was a mini soapbox. You stood next to the soapbox. Yeah, I stood next to it and I was holding it. Like as a Just friend. in case I needed to like get on it, then I could. But I didn't need to. It calmed you me down. You sat on it. No, I didn't sit on it. No, I just stood next to just it. Just the casual. Just holding it. We're just conversating, conversing. Conversating. Like, <laughs> like two normal people. All right. Well, that was fun. It was long. That was long. Sorry, peeps. Super well, I mean, long one. hopefully this entertains you and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, next week, guess what? We are qualified. We're not qualified. Are. And you guys know what to do. I want to see your stories. I want to see your advice questions. I want to see your confessions. It doesn't even have to be your confession or any, like, if you have a survival story, I would fucking love to read that. Yeah, that'd be dope. Fuck yeah. Um, but other than that, we're not qualified. Make sure you write in. You know what to do. In our email address, inforthenight69 at gmail.com or go to our website, inforthenightpodcast.com. You can also see, what can you see on our else on our website? Our Patreon and merch. Patreon and merch. Uh, go ahead and if you really like us and you want to donate to the cause, you can definitely do that. Um, we have different tiers and you get different shit. Um, but if not, that's totally okay. If you want to go buy some merch, definitely do that as well. We have some pretty cool merch out there. Um, but yeah, that's pretty Best much it. form of, uh, flattery. No, best form of, um, fuck is, uh, best form of support. advertising or support or ad- is. Wearing the merch. Word of mouth and wearing the merch. So. so, yeah, please rate and review also. We have not been saying this, but please rate and review. Give us a good review. Give us a five star. And then tell your friends about it. Even if they don't want to listen, just ask them to rate and review us because that's going to help us out. We need to get the word out there how awesome we are. And we need your or help. Or how terrible, you know. No. To each their own. If you give us a bad review, we'll read it on the air. Yeah, we'll read it on the air. <laughs> Although I might take it personally and cry. But it doesn't matter. Uh, that's, that's it for me. I hope we gave y'all a reason to stay in for the night. And until next time, peeps, which will be real soon. Peace out.